Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. I've just wrapped up my trip through Dynasty League prospects by division. Now, it's time to take a team-by-team look at the 2020 season, presuming that there will be a 2020 Major League Baseball season. We're going to look at expectations for the lineup and pitching staff for each team. I'm going to count them down by my own statistically generated preseason power rankings. That means I'll start at number 30 and work my way to number 1 and... The good Lord willing, we might have some idea about the fate of the 2020 baseball season by the time that top team gets its time in the preview spotlight. So, starting at number 30, it's the Detroit Tigers, coming off a 47-win season in 2019. As you might imagine, there isn't much to like about the lineup of a team that won 47 games last season. At catcher, 31-year-old Austin Romine is known more for his defense than his bat. Former Yankees looking at a starting job in Detroit, so he may have more production. But the best that can be said is that if he manages a decent batting average, and he did hit a career-high 281 with a 327 batting average on balls in play last season, then Romine could be a serviceable option as a fantasy backup. We're not talking a very high ceiling here, but maybe, just maybe, you could find a spot for Austin Romine. First base belongs to 30-year-old C.J. Crone who has hit 55 home runs in the past two seasons for Tampa Bay and Minnesota, respectively. Those power numbers should be okay, but his batting average won't be great, and Chrome will be in a lineup that will both struggle to put runners on base for him and drive him in, so he's a late corner infield option. Now, there is upside. You know, if he gets you 30-plus home runs, that could really pay off, but there's also some downside given the rest of the lineup around him. Uh, Veteran second baseman Jonathan Scope comes over from Minnesota. And he's hit at least 20 home runs in each of the past four seasons. He's a career 257 hitter, so there's some downside risk there. He doesn't run like you might like from a second baseman, but the power is enough to make scope worth a late-round pick for a middle infield spot. And if he does play a lot, scope does have the upside that he could possibly get you 30 home runs. And if he does that at second base, that's, that's legitimate value. And, and so that's worth keeping in mind. Shortstop is handled by Nico Goodrum. Well, he's not a high-end option, he has a lot of positional versatility, which can make him a little more useful as a depth option, where he can play some first base, some second base, some shortstop, all across the outfield. So Goodrum does have the ability to play in a bunch of spots for you. At the same time, he does have 28 home runs and 24 stolen bases uh, accumulated over the past two seasons. His batting average isn't great, but as a late pick or maybe a waiver pickup, Goodrum could have some sneaky value for you. It's low-end value, but value nevertheless. At third base, Jamer Candelario is trying to hold off a challenge from Doel Lugo, but neither one is productive enough to offer fantasy value. Honestly, no matter which one of them ends up taking the starting job, you're not going to be rushing out to pick them up. They just don't haven't produced enough in the major leagues to be that excited about what they can do. So let's move to the outfield. Surely there will be big bats just waiting there, right? Right? Well, as you might imagine, the Tigers don't have a whole lot going on in the outfield either. Kristen Stewart, Jacoby Jones, and Victor Reyes can easily be passed up in most leagues. Reyes can run a bit, and he did hit 304 in 69 games last season. But that also came with a 384 batting average on balls in play. So he's due for a regression in that respect. All that mediocrity does open the door, potentially for veteran Cameron Mabin who's been a part-time player in recent seasons, but has been at least a little bit productive, too. Mabin hit a career-high 11 home runs in 82 games for the Yankees last season. But he can also run, 
putting up 90 steals in the past five seasons. If the Tigers decide to give him enough playing time, Maven might be the most appealing of their outfielders, depending on whether Reyes is ready for some kind of breakthrough performance. That says something, uh, and maybe not something good about the Tigers, if Cameron Maben might be the most appealing uh, outfielder in terms of fantasy production. Detroit's designated hitter is one of the great right-handed hitters of this generation, Miguel Cabrera. Unfortunately, Cabrera is now 37. With some injuries over the past few years, he's no longer a power threat, which is a strange thing to say about someone who has 10 30 home run seasons to his credit. But that's where Cabrera is at this stage of his career. And so while nostalgia might have you uh, reaching for him late on draft day, he's just not been that productive in the past few seasons. You know, maybe he can uh, turn back the clock and do it because he can probably still make uh, enough decent contact. But uh, the power just hasn't been there for the past three seasons. And it's hard to, to go using a designated hitter slot on somebody who doesn't hit for power. So let's move to the mound where the Tigers surely have all kinds of talent, right? Well, you know what? You'll be stunned to find out that the Tigers aren't blessed with overwhelming pitching talent. Matthew Boyd is the ace of the staff and strikes out enough. He had a career-high 238 strikeouts last season, and that makes him fantasy relevant. But his ERA is pushing 4.5 over the past two seasons. It's not easy to pick up wins pitching for the Tigers, as Boyd has yet to win 10 games in a season. So uh, if you want to get those strikeouts from Matthew Boyd, there is a trade-off. You know, you're going to end up with an ERA that goes higher and, and the wins aren't going to come as easily. So you still might want those strikeouts, but it's going to cost you. Uh, journeyman Ivan Nova doesn't have a lot of fantasy appeal because, even at his best, he has a low strikeout rate and hasn't finished with his ERA under 4 since 2013. Maybe he will have a favorable matchup or two at times during the season, but that's about the best that can be expected from Nova's fantasy output. Spencer Turnbull and Daniel Norris might catch lightning in a bottle for a few starts, but neither has the profile of a fantasy-relevant starting pitcher. Turnbull did strike out 146 and 148 in the third innings last season, but he's also won three times in 33 career starts. Norris has struggled since he was acquired from Toronto in 2015, but he did manage to pitch a career-high 144 in the third innings in 2019. Maybe the best you can hope for in terms of Turnbull and Norris is they hit a hot streak where they get you two or three starts that are half-decent, but we haven't seen anything in the course of their careers to think that they can do it uh, over the full season to make them, you know, worth your while on draft day. And if you're not interested in Nova, Turnbull, or Norris, and who can blame you if that's the case, you're not going to get too excited about veteran starter Jordan Zimmerman, a 33-year-old who had a 6.91 ERA in 23 starts last season. Tough to come back from that one. Uh, one wild card for the rotation could be Michael Fulmer, who missed all of last season following Tommy John surgery. He was the American League Rookie of the Year in 2016 was still solid in 2017 before trouble arrived in 2018. If Fulmer is healthy, he would offer more upside than most others in consideration for the Tigers' rotation. Prospects like Casey Mize, Matt Manning, and Tariq Skubal might normally be in consideration for a midseason promotion depending on how the season is going, but that seems less likely for the 2020 season. As for the Tigers' bullpen, Joe Jimenez has the edge on the closers' role, though being the opening day closer for the worst team in baseball is hardly a big draw. Buck Farmer may be next in line if Jimenez stumbles, but Farmer is yet to record a save in the major leagues, so who knows how he would handle that spot. The good news is the closing for the Tigers is a low-pressure position. Having gone through this roster, there there are understandably few players that offer much value, 
the best bets might be in the middle infield, where Scope does have power and Goodrum has the ability to play many spots and has enough power and speed to be a tiny bit interesting. That's it for the 30th ranked team, the Detroit Tigers. I'll be back in a couple of days with a look at team number 29. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.